0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Vata Time Podcast, where we aim to spread positivity, sustainability, and a more conscious mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Bianca. And in today's episode,
1: we will be exploring the many benefits of exercising. Exercising according to the seasons and the energy, and how to exercise in order to balance out your dosha.
0: So let's change it up this morning. Oh, okay. how are you doing miss b good morning good morning how
1: i'm doing well that's funny you caught me off guard i know i was
0: like i was like i know the routine i'm gonna switch up your routine this (laughs) is not what we practiced the last 12 episodes (laughs) We need to start over. Hold on.
1: (laughs) No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, I'm doing well. So it's funny enough because today's episode is centered around exercising. And the last two days, we have been doing such an intense workout of boxing. And it's been so fun. It's been amazing. But my body is sore like it's never been sore before. I am hurting in so many different places. Every time I walk or get up or sit down, I'm like, ooh, ooh, ew, ah. <laughs> so, but it is so good. My body is like feeling good from it and it was so much fun. This this place that you introduced us to, it's literally like a nightclub turned into a fitness studio. They have a bar like where people get alcohol. Not that we did that because it was like 7 a.m. when we took the class. But they have that option that they give you like shots with electrolytes in it Um, and it's just, it was so much fun and uh, you know, you start off on the boxing, you boxing the bags and then you switch on over to like the weights and then you switch to the treadmill and then you do boxing again, weights and treadmill and that's how the class goes and it is literally like soundproof room, the music's super loud, the lights are going super intensely and it, for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 7 a.m. <laughs> like, I don't even do this at nighttime. But it's it was so much fun, and I'm so sore. And it was the best workout that I've gotten since I've signed up for Gym Pass.
0: Those are strong words, but I couldn't agree with you more. And it makes me so happy and so proud because I know you like more of the calmer workouts. Yeah. And we've been doing the intense workouts, like nonstop, and you are killing it like you're there like because you're like i don't really like writing like i'm not a fan of running you are on that treadmill hauling <laughs> like you are literally hauling and like i see you on the back just, like boom 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 so like mm. it makes me so happy and i'm so proud of you it's thank so good. you it's like the instructor when
1: they say like you know what did you come here to prove? Prove this and like trust in your body. Have faith in your body and push your body. And I'm like, I have faith in my body. I trust my body. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to run on this treadmill as hard as I can yeah. until I die. Yeah. Not until I die, but... <laughs> yeah. 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 And it really pushes you, which is good. I need to be pushed. So I need those type of classes. And this is like a perfect like a perfect intro to what our episode is about today because i know you love these these type of workouts
0: these are my absolute favorite and as you guys will find out later these are workouts that i should not be doing and are the complete opposite of what i should be doing but these are like what make me so happy and what i love so it's funny
1: it's interesting it's so funny like once you start to learn a lot of these things you're like oh my gosh like wow this is why i am the way i am yeah (laughs) should we mention what's for breakfast
0: oh yeah so um currently just finished a nice slice of birthday carrot cake Mm -hmm. and some coffee
1: love carrot cake love
0: carrot cake as bianca said earlier she's like you know what you're getting your veggies in right in the morning and i was like it's not like i'm eating chocolate cake don't be absurd (laughs) like we have a carrot cake for a reason (laughs) we have
1: such a so much cake left over from our birthday bash week.
0: Hamza, um, Bianca's husband literally bought a cake for, I want to say it's like a 30 person cake. And I, yeah. I don't think that's exaggerating. Yeah. Yeah. Or would you say a 20?
1: I don't know. I'm, it's a big cake. It's a big cake, but it's so good. It's so
0: good. And it, the cake was heavy yeah like I every time I take it out of the fridge I'm like oh my gosh am I gonna drop it like it's heavy like there's some weight to it yeah
1: as we talked about in our episode of like abundance and scarcity I'm usually the one who like doesn't really care how much money we spend on stuff but I'm kind of curious I did I'm scared to ask like I don't how much know. was spent
0: on that birthday cake I don't want to know
1: <laughs> I don't want to because it's like a nice gourmet vegan huge cake oh my gosh
0: and um, Bianca and Hamza had friends visiting last week, and when they were here, they went to go pick up the cake, and Hamza's friend was like, oh, that's not a bad price for the cake, like, that's reasonable, and Hamza's like, no, that's per slice at the store, <laughs> so I was like, oh, no. Cute, <laughs> like the oh, no song, like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. So, uh, but either way, very appreciative, so thank you, Hamza. <laughs> Cake for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yes. Love it. I don't know if the rest of family does that, but I'm pretty go with the flow with whatever I eat, so it's okay for me. I've been having
1: like a slice a day.
0: Okay. But in the (laughs) morning?
1: No. 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 Usually after lunch.
0: I feel like that's more um normal. (laughs) (laughs) But here we are, just listening to the body and just eating cake at 6 A.m. So let's get
1: into let's get into today's episode, you know. Let's start off with the benefits of exercising. So tell me some stuff, Amanda, tell me some facts.
0: So we know that there are many benefits to exercising, some things including boosting your immune system, helping balance body weight, and helping us live longer, healthier lives. There have been many studies done that have shown that exercise has a big effect on a person's mood and well-being. Physical activity causes the brain to release endorphins, which is commonly referred to as like feel-good hormones. And these hormones promote the feelings of happiness. Some researchers have also found that moving the body on a daily basis can have a large clinical impact on the treatment of depression, anxiety, and boosting general feelings of excitement and enthusiasm for life. There was even a study done called The Effects of Exercise Training on Older Patients with Major Depression, which concluded that exercise was equally as effective and treating signs of depression as a commonly prescribed antidepressant medicine called Zoloft Which yeah. that's crazy. Yeah.
1: I believe it 100% cuz like it's one of those things like once you start working out, like that feeling that you get when you work out, it's so good. It's just the getting to the gym part or getting yourself to work out. I think that's the hard part for most people, right? Like yeah. when you work out, you always people always feel good and it's just about like getting up from the couch or stopping your regular routine or get you know incorporating that into your routine but i think this is kind of important too because it like may is mental health awareness month right Mm -hmm. and so people who are struggling with certain things like yes easier said than done but it's also like a good pointer that there have been studies done that show like given this is, like, on older patients, so older people, um, there have been studies done that show, like, working out and exercising is on the same comparable scale as as taking antidepressants.
0: A hundred percent believe that. Like, when quarantine first began, I, like, I'm a huge fan of exercising. I go multiple times a week almost every day, and I stopped completely, Mm -hmm. and that had a huge effect on, like, my mental health and productiveness like it just completely switched yeah and if your body's used to releasing endorphins and having these feelings and then even if like you maybe stop going and then your body stops producing those and you don't realize and then like all of a sudden then you're not working out but then you're not as in a great spot as you used to be like yeah it's- it, yeah It's literally at the chemical
1: level, like, hormonal level in your body that you're not, like, mentally changing. Like, it doesn't feel like mentally you're making big changes, but, like, physically, like, your body's not producing those feel-good hormones. Right. Yeah.
0: So that's good. Like, we've talked about routine, especially in the last episode, and scheduling time for things that are important to you. And once you do get into that workout routine, like i feel like when you once you create the habit so maybe like two to three weeks in like there's no stopping you yeah. because then you're so used to it mm-hmm. and then your body's gonna be like craving those endorphins and then if you don't go work out like you're going to be a little bit like sad not because you're not working out but just like unconsciously your body's like excuse me like where are you where are <laughs> my endorphins like what are you
1: doing where's my boxing class exactly like, <laughs> where's a lot of music. <laughs> The club vibe, the alcoholic electrolyte oh shot gosh. at the end. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so that's so true. I, I totally agree with that, and I'm glad that you know we get to work out again. So it's part of your routine, and hopefully that makes
0: you happy and it makes me happy that we could do it together (laughs) it's (laughs) like it's so much fun like because when you're when you do when you like work hard all class and then you're like that was a good class and then you could like turn over to your best friend and they're equally just as like tired and you're like oh my gosh that was such a hard class and then you could talk about it like it makes it better you you took
1: the words out of my mouth I was like the debrief after the class is just (laughs) as important where we recap every single thing that happened in the class it's like okay what was your favorite move what was your least favorite mood or move and uh what song did you like Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. did you like the instructor which instructor do you like better let's compare every single workout class to this one (laughs) um so yeah that's That's so funny, but I'm going to round this back up. So to connect this, all of this like exercise and we want to connect it back to Ayurveda. Um, and we have talked about Ayurveda in a previous episode. Episode 10 was our introduction to Ayurveda and we want to connect this. So it is said that exercise makes the body feel light and it can help a person be more enthusiastic about the day's activities. So through exercise, um, Ayurveda acknowledges that it has an impact on the mind and it aids in psychological balance, which is basically everything that we just talked about. Uh, it's just confirmed with this thousand year old uh, science, right? So basically, Ayurveda confirms everything that modern studies have shown us and that there is a direct correlation between exercising and happiness. So, exercise allows the body to energize um, in, in a uses the energies of the doshas so we've talked about the doshas a little bit and i'll give you guys a little recap in a second Uh, but if you haven't already i feel like i just want to do this another quick shout out to season one episode 10 intro to ayurveda where we talk about the doshas in a little bit more detail and we also will link the link in the show notes where if you haven't taken the quiz yet the initial quiz to start uh examining like what dosha imbalances you have Definitely recommend taking that because that'll help you understand your body better and your mental self better and then you can use this information to apply it into your everyday life. So um, exercise tends to make people feel more balanced and if you are doing certain exercises depending on what body type you are, it can make you feel more imbalanced or more balanced depending on what body type you have. And so we're going to just, we're going to go into it in this episode. So we're going to go deep. So just to do a quick recap on the doshas. So if you guys remember, um, we have each dosha can apply to yourself mentally or physically and or physically, right? Because you can be one of the three doshas, which are vata, pitta, and kapha. So the vata people physically tend to have more trouble gaining weight and they have Uh, a hard time putting on fat, then they're naturally more smaller boned with joints that crack. So they can usually eat whatever they want and weight doesn't fluctuate too much, right? Um, Physically, pitta people, so switching on to the next dosha, uh, people tend to gain muscle easily. They're naturally athletic, medium-built bodies, and they tend to gain muscle definition from one single workout. They also sweat profusely and become overheated easily, which is why they need air conditioning. And then moving on to the last dosha, which is the kapha dosha. Kapha people tend to gain weight more easily. They're naturally bigger boned and have rounder faces. They maintain their body temperature well, but prefer warm, dry weather. And they tend to have cold clammy hands, which we've talked about before, which is great when you're doing your yoga and your hands are like sliding down the mat because they're so sweaty.
0: That's hilarious. Let me know
1: if you can relate, guys.
0: (laughs) Um, So not that 100% of one dosha is going to apply to you perfectly, but from the ones that Bianca just read, try to find the one that resonates with you the most and look at that one. Um, and as we talk through, um, just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. So just to, to wrap up our thoughts on exercise, another piece um, that exercise supports is the pathway of detoxification. So kindling the Agni, which in Ayurveda is known as the metabolic fire throughout the tissues while improving digestion, circulation, elimination, and lymphatic flow so it's just one huge energy flow and if you're sitting down you can't physically get that energy to flow so doing certain movements with your body will help physically move um, that energy out and beyond that exercise activates natural pathways of rejuvenation by helping to release accumulated tension clearing stagnant mental and emotional energy improving our ability to relax, and supporting sound sleep. All of these benefits are understandably critical to our experience of optimal health. Ideally, our fitness routine will be both grounding and energizing, and will truly help us to feel our best within our body, mind, and spirit.
1: I, I love the sounder sleep part too, because it's like, people don't realize, so many people I know have sleep issues, like maybe this could be something that they could do um to help with their sleep issues is like working out according to your body type and that helps you feel more balanced mentally and physically with a better insight into our mind and body tendencies like we can bring ourselves to a balance according to the type and frequency and duration of our exercise so uh, like we mentioned earlier, we highly recommend exploring the doshas further and listening to our prior episode so that you kind of have some background into that In which do- do- dos- dosa. <laughs> Those
0: are good. Do you know what? <laughs> 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 you've, you've, oh um, my gosh. When did we eat them? A while back though, but yeah, yeah. they were really good. It's so funny.
1: Tried, yeah. I literally, like my mind is in food. We obviously haven't had breakfast yet. <laughs> um, so... I just wanted to throw that out there again. We're going to link it all in the show notes for you guys. But it's clear that there's a direct link between our happiness levels and working out. Like it says so in Ayurveda, it says so in modern scientific studies. uh, But Ayurveda takes it a step further, as always, right? Um, Since there is no one size fits all, there's no one magic pill approach in Ayurveda. Everything, Ayurveda takes the doshas and the seasons and the energies into account. Uh, for everything. And that even includes working out and exercising. So we're gonna dive in a little bit deeper. Um, so like an Ayurvedic diet follows the season. So we've talked about this before, um, such as like eating carrots and strawberries in the summertime and, or eating sweet potatoes and pomegranates in the wintertime, like eating seasonally. Uh, it takes a similar approach to exercising. So depending on the seasons, you should be exercising in a different way. So in colder seasons, the climate allows for more exercise. And in hotter weather, the intensity of exercise should be moderated because of the external environment that's causing the body to lose fluids. So doing vigorous exercise can further cause the body to dehydrate and can cause like tissue depletion. And it's also critical not to overdo it if you're doing a workout outside. I definitely feel that like in the summertime when we're bike riding to Trader Joe's to get groceries, <laughs> you know, it's definitely a lot hotter, like a lot hotter in the summertime, obviously, but it does physically deplete you even more than doing a bike ride in the fall or the springtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to talk about each of the exercises associated to the doshas in a bit, but in general, any body type will benefit from doing a vata, reducing exercise in the fall early winter and the same goes to anybody would be benefiting from a pitta reducing exercise in the summer and a kapha reducing exercise in the spring so like the pitta dosha is like the fire dosha and it's like associated with the hot and the heat so in the summertime when it's hot outside we should be doing things to reduce our internal fire because like we are naturally more um we have that fire, we're naturally hotter in the summer. So we even if like that's not our imbalance, we should be cognizant of the season and adjust our workouts to that specific season of the year.
0: It's so interesting that, cause I know we've talked about the food and the seasonality, but the fact that it applies to your body as well, it makes so much sense. Cause even I know with sleeping, there are certain times that you should wake up and go to sleep when the sun goes up and down depending on winter versus summer so it's really interesting that this corresponds with working out as well so that's cool so as mentioned in episode 10 and introduction to Ayurveda the time of the day are separated into three phases so the first part of your day is the kapha phase the second part is the pitta and the third is vata you want to exercise when you have the most strength and endurance And that would be in the beginning or the kapha part of your day. So, specifically, the kapha time is 6 to 10, um, and since you should be working out in the morning, preferably Mm AM. And additionally, the kapha dosha and the time of day is associated with a sense of groundness, stability, and strength that can help you to counteract the inherent lightness and mobility. physical activity so if you're doing a physical activity that's super intense the groundness of the kapha time will just help to balance that out and it's not wrong or incorrect to exercise in the evening and you will still see the benefits of exercising but according to Ayurveda a daily morning workout of moderate intensity is one of the best things that you can do to achieve optimal health and if there's like I feel like if someone is working out and they're trying to do the best that they can do and be for their body just it's like two birds one stone. Mm-hmm. So you're incorporating not only your your like physical activity for the day, but this is also helping you ground in that mentalness which will help in other aspects of the day and then when you want to rejuvenate at night and sleep, like you already got that workout in and your endorphins are already calm. So if you work out at 7, 8, 9 p.m., if your bedtime is around 10, your body is kicking now because yeah. your endorphins are flowing and it's going to be harder for you to, like, lower and ground yourself and bring yourself down. So it would have already have gone through that cycle throughout the day if it was a morning exercise.
1: It's true. That's why I did not like working out at nighttime because when, like you mentioned, like your body gets going and, like, that's a good way to start the day, yeah. in my opinion, so anytime I see like a later workout class, I'm like, oh, I know I'm not going to be able to fall asleep good because my body's going to be like going. Um, so in general, all of the people, all people, all of the people, all the people in the world <laughs> benefit from exercising in a way that balances out um, your body's energy, but also the seasonal energies. So if it's summer, it would benefit you to do pit reducing exercise to help minimize any fire or stress naturally created in the body. Um, and that's just like one example. And we can, we're going to talk about all the different examples of exercises for each of them. So uh, let's move on to the specific exercises for each of the different doshas.
0: So I'm going to throw you off guard a little bit. Okay. And cause that's just our theme of the uh, podcast today. Okay. okay. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I love, I love it. Love okay. Me. So before we get into each of the three doshas and which exercises are good, Mm-hmm. Like, walk me through some of your favorite exercises and like what you prefer in an exercise routine. Like, some of your favorite classes or.
1: I like yoga because it's relaxing, it is chill. Um, I still like to get in, you know, like the flow mentally and physically. Um, and I enjoy like the flexibility part of it. Um, I like bar class. That one is a little more intense than yoga, but I do like bar because I feel like it's a mix between uh Pilates, yoga, and dance, yeah. So, um, I really enjoy that. I enjoy walking, not running. <laughs> uh, I enjoy bike riding calmly, <laughs> not intensely. Um, those are the most enjoyable workouts for me. What about you?
0: So I would say I am very much so the opposite. Okay. In all of those and kind of what you listed would be not like would be my least favorite. <laughs> so it's it's funny how different it is. But I mean, if I'm gonna work out, it's gonna be that hard, intense, hit class where at the end I am sweating. So whether that be like a cycling class, a boxing class, um, even a straight like running treadmill class. Um, anything that just like exhausts me yeah like I get so much like happiness out of and I go more towards that where if I try to do a yoga class like it's so hard for me to like <laughs> mentally sign up for that yoga class and I'm not as excited to do it as going to like a hit class
1: that's so funny
0: like why why
1: do you want to hurt yourself so oh my god I for me it's been like an acquired it's been an acquired taste right like oh now I'm taking a boxing class now I'm taking a hit class and I don't necessarily feel excited when I'm signing up for it when I'm signing up for it I'm like oh my gosh like this is gonna be so hard I mean it's a mental thing too right I'm like oh my god like I know I'm gonna be sore for days after this um but with a yoga class, at least I know I'm not going to be sore. I'm going to be feeling good and blissful afterwards. And um, so that's that's funny. But it is an acquired thing. So now I'm starting... Like, now signing up, I'm not as excited. But when I'm in the class, it's like nothing else. You're going. It's yeah. like nothing else. It feels so good. Uh, so it's about, like, remembering that feeling that I get when I'm there. When I'm home signing up for the class. Right. 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 So...
0: And um, this kind of speaks to when our doshas are out of balance. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm a I'm a vata body and mind. So my ac- my activities and my mindset is going to want to do vata things mm-hmm. inherently, mm-hmm. and I need to like take a step back and do things that ground me more instead of bringing me even higher into that. Vata-ness, yeah. Because um, you want to be balanced. And if I'm only doing activities that are going to make me even more airy and just more, like, all over the place, like, that's not the best thing. So, to balance myself, I should be doing the yogas and the Pilates and the walks and the <laughs> slow bikes. <laughs> Maybe... <sighs> i so working funny. on it. As you said, it's not like a wake up one day and you love hit class. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you have to work on it. And like I try to take one, at least one yoga class a week. But sometimes I don't even do that because it's just like. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny when I went. Like I know we keep talking about this boxing class. But when I went there and I saw all of the lights and the music and how fast paced the class was. I was like, this is. Amanda, this is why Amanda loves this class so much. I was like, this is literally why. Like, I understand. It's like, it was literally like a rave in there. And then the, the instructor looks like it's the DJ, right? And that person's like behind the computer screen, like dancing mm-hmm. and like vibing. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. But like, it's 7 a.m. Like, <laughs> it's not 10 p.m. It's not 12 p.m. It's like a 7 a.m. Like lights, lights music blasting like total uh like sensory overload and i was like (laughs) like for me it's like i need that because i need to wake up like wake up
0: yanka it's not time to sleep anymore yeah but i'm like amanda you're already like this all the time oh my gosh yeah maybe that's making my clutter even worse because this week was rough and now that we're doing more hit classes maybe that's really unbalancing me so really cool something to interesting take note of (laughs) for (laughs) myself um okay so now that we got our exercises down and our preferences, and we have kind of showed you guys that our preferences are the opposite of what Whoa. they are, um, let's just define each one. So first we're going to start off with the vata dosha. The main characteristics associated with the vata dosha are cold, light, dry, rapid, changing, and mobile. So. Because of these inherent qualities, Vata type people will do best with forms of body movement that cultivate the opposing qualities, such as warming, weight-bearing, humid, slow, and steady. So this type of exercising helps relieve the muscle stiffness, anxiety, and tension associated with the Vata Imbalance people. So, some examples of really good exercise for vata-vati, Vata body people. To practice include walking, tai chi, qigong, swimming, but avoid becoming like very cold in the water, gentle cycling, and slow, steady strength training. So vata people should incorporate more slow steady yoga classes versus the like rapid power um, athletic yoga. And after exercising, vata people should make sure to rest and take savasana, so that's like a nap. Um, Even if you aren't practicing yoga. And as mentioned earlier, most people would benefit from doing vata-reducing exercises in fall and early winter.
1: I love Shavasana.
0: (laughs) It is the best, my
1: favorite part of yoga class. If you guys don't know, that's the part in yoga class where the teacher asks you to lay down, let everything go, close your eyes. And it's like usually five to ten minutes. That is one of my favorite parts of class, and it's so important too. Like, um, if anyone out there uses the Alu Yoga app for uh, yoga, there's one of the instructors. Oh my gosh, I forgot his name now, but uh, he he has a shirt, or he like really preaches that like that is arguably one of the most important parts of yoga class because it's mentally like you're letting go. It's like a meditation. Yeah. So like it's arguably one of the best parts of the yoga practice is like the meditation part, but it's so good, and I fall asleep every time, <laughs> so I guess it's not a meditation for me, um, but moving on to the pitta dosha, which is associated with uh, hot, light, oily, sharp, intense, and mobile feelings, so because of these inherent qualities, pitta-type people should exercise in air conditioning or cool weather, and exercising in a cool, calm way. Working out in this manner will help relieve some of the imbalances related to the intensity, the heat and the irritability associated with Pitta people. Some good exercises to help balance out Pitta people Uh, Includes swimming, moderate biking, non-competitive yoga, which I didn't even know was a thing, but non-competitive yoga for you Pitta fire people out there. It's not a competition. It's just yoga. Focus on yourself.
0: I love that I had to specify (laughs) non-competitive.
1: Tai Chi, long walks on the beach, hikes in nature. Uh, If Practicing yoga, Pitta people should choose calming, steady vinyasa classes, instead of the overheated power or Bikram yoga classes. Those are like the hot yoga classes, right? And people, Pitta people should always remember to remain calm mentally during their workouts and to not get in a perfectionist mentality when it comes to exercising. So most people would benefit from doing Pitta reducing exercises in the summer. Um, But those are just some pointers out there that we had.
0: Um, I, I still am on the competitiveness piece, (laughs) I think, (laughs) because Pitta people, um, tend to be very competitive. So those cycling classes that you have the stats on the board, if you have a Pitta mind and body, you are like, you're at risk of overworking yourself like so hard because you want to be number one on that screen and you will do whatever it takes to get there. And like, you're just egging on that fire even, even more when you need to like you just like calming it down and be competitive within yourself. Yeah,
1: because like the whole point of, I mean, this episode I feel like is to let us know like, let's use exercise as a tool to help balance ourselves. Yeah. So if we're using exercise as a tool to get further more imbalanced, <laughs> it's like, what's the point, right? Yeah. Like we're, we we want to utilize this to get more balanced as a person, and like, I'm just not stuck on the non-competitive yoga thing too like I feel like non-competitive yoga means like the teacher says it's time to do a headstand
0: and you don't know how to do a
1: headstand and you're the only person who doesn't know how to do it like a pitta I feel like would literally push themselves to do a headstand and like possibly hurt themselves yeah. so please that's what I think of when um, I
0: you're so right. think
1: of non-competitive yoga because like there are parts in yoga class that sometimes are difficult and we don't we can't necessarily do it. And me as a kapha, I'm going in child's pose yep. during tre- like headstand, yep. Yep. you know, I'm laying down, I'm stretching out a little bit while the teacher finishes that section of class that I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. So
0: that was such a great point. Wow. <laughs> That's so true. Um, so last but not least, let's talk about the kapha dosha. So the main characteristics associated with this dosha include cool, heavy, moist, slow, dull, and stagnant. Because of these inherent qualities, Kapha-type people do best with exercising in warm, light, quick, dry, and mobile conditions. Um, Some good exercises to help balance out Kapha people include quicker forms of yoga, jogging, biking, and jump roping. Kaphas are by nature very strong, so Kapha-bodied people should focus on flexibility and agility most people would benefit from doing coffee reducing exercises during the spring. Um, so, and I, I know we didn't mention this while going through, but even more so just to help balance out, like, the mental aspect of it, like, this also talks about, um, like, it goes along with the physical aspect of the body, too. So, right, like, at the beginning, we said that vata people are, Um, Like their joints crack a lot and they're smaller boned. So because of this like joint problem, they shouldn't be doing all of that intense work because in the long run, if you keep putting your body through that stress and muscle tension, that's not great for your body. Like that's not the way your body's built. And if you're overworking your body on that type of level, that's going to have long-term effects. Mm -hmm. So like this hits so many aspects on like a mental and physical level. Yeah. And that's what I
1: love about Ayurveda too. I feel like it's a long-term evolving thing throughout your life, like throughout your life as you move on. Like you may be super vata right now, but like maybe later on in life you reevaluate. You're like, wow, I'm very grounded now or like very kapha. Like you will need to do certain other things to get back into that airy flow or whatever your dosha imbalance is, right? Exactly. So it's like an ever-evolving that helps us. It's like such a beautiful tool to use in our life to our advantage. Like, how lucky are we that we get to know this information?
0: It's it's literally so helpful. It's like a, a cheat code for life, but "cheat" has a bad connotation, so it's like a helpful guide. <laughs> yeah. It's like a user friendly guide. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a life guide. Yep, love it. Um, and then you mentioned the workouts for Kafa. I just have to touch base. Yes, jogging. Oh no jump roping
0: no you have been (laughs) killing it at the jogging on the treadmill like it's crazy I mean it's so good but I'm still not there yet though you're there I
1: no, but you know like they have a little sticker on the treadmill where they're like okay now we're gonna do um level six to eight which means like you have to hit like that number on the treadmill like six miles per hour I'm when they say that I'm like at five miles per hour That's or, okay. you know like how do people run fast
0: <laughs> but it's not about the number like the numbers are used as a guide but again we don't put ourselves in labels or boxes because like who are they using as the benchmark to say that five is a jog like who who decided that so like just do what you feel like is a jog and then if you can increase it increase it if you can't like it's not like don't feel like that's yeah. not hitting the numbers like you're True. freaking doing amazing thank you you're so sweet no i love your encouragement oh, i'm so you're proud the, of you you're like, the most encouraging friend ever stop
1: it. i hope everyone has friends like amanda i
0: hope you guys have a friend like bianca because i don't know what i would do without her <laughs> <laughs> Um, Uh. (laughs) Go hug your friends today or go send them a nice little text message just um, to make their day. And you guys will both smile. Having friends that are really good for you are important. So, Mm -hmm. side note. A little moment of appreciation. We have many of these. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: But to wrap this back up into our episode. So, this is so much good information. I love using this information to our advantage in life because... It just helps us so much. Um, But let's move on to this week's goal so we can start implementing some of this information into our life.
0: Let's do it. So this week's goal is to do some self-reflection. We love. We love a good self-reflection moment. So number one, ask yourself which forms of exercises do you do most often? And is this the most balancing exercise for your body? So if you want to write a list with exercises and then if you found the dosha that resonates with you like really think if that is aligned Um, number two reflect on how you can change up your exercise routine for each of the seasons and number three ask yourself what you can do to move your body today find little ways to get more active throughout the day whether that's taking the stairs instead of the elevator or walking somewhere instead of driving um, by taking public transportation and we don't have this um, being in New York City with the subways, but if you're in a different part of the world um, where you do have a car and you're going to a store, I mean, as long as it's not super late at night and it's like a safe environment, park your car like towards the other side of the parking lot from where the store is. So you have to walk into the store. Like don't look for that spot that's right there in the (laughs) front. Like uh, again, as long as it's safe and like everything's okay outside, um, like park a little bit farther, and that's just like another little easy way to yeah. go and get some extra steps. Yeah,
1: I know a lot of people who manifest parking spots. I
0: saw a video of that actually
1: <laughs> this week. <laughs> people manifest parking spots, but yeah, that's manifest funny. that far parking spot so you can go. get that little extra umph in there. Right, it's the little
0: things. Yeah, the little things you do daily that make the biggest difference. Yeah, love, love,
1: love. I'm so excited to do some self-reflection. I already know because I feel like I did some self-reflection as part of this episode prep, but I'm excited to incorporate seasons Mm -hmm. into my workouts because I feel like that's not something I currently do. And you mentioned something earlier to me about like working out outside, right? What was that?
0: Um, So it's good for all of the doshas, but um, working outside has a lot of effects, Um, like mentally and physically as well. So if you're able to do any of these exercises outside, like try and do that, but again remember in the summer and like the Pitta season, like if you're going to work out, would not recommend 1 p.m. when the sun is blistering down and doing some heavy like intense activity. Yeah. Um but if you're able to get outside and like ground yourself in nature while exercising, again as Bianca said, like you're just getting the full picture, like you're not just exercising to get it done like it's affecting your mental health and a lot of other aspects as well yeah
1: well, so so true so in the summertime do the swimming right yeah if you want to do your outdoor activity perfect okay so we are at that part of our episode where we are pulling a card and um today's card um has a girl in the front of it with one hand to her heart And one hand on her like lower belly, sacral chakra area. And on the card, it says, I am who I am and I love myself. So it says, I am the one I have been waiting for. I love myself unconditionally. There is no one like me. I am who I am and I honor who I am. In order to truly connect with others, I must first connect with myself. I am the one I need. I am the one who will make me who I'm meant to be. That's the card. And I I love this message for this episode because we talked about exercising according to your body types. And um, sometimes there's a lot just because of society like with like oh you must look a certain way and you must you know be they super skinny or you must have a big butt and big thighs or for guys it's like you must have big arms or your calves or whatever like there's so much pressure from that society unnecessarily puts on ourselves, and like we just want to make sure that we're exercising not for the wrong reasons like we have to make sure we take a step back and truly learn to love ourselves for who we are like i am okay with my body type i am okay that i'm going to have curves i'm going to have bigger thighs and that's just the way i am and i've accepted that and like now i want to work out to make myself a better person and get myself in a better mental space and yeah i want to be healthy and yeah i want to you know, get myself in the best vessel, create the best body vessel for myself. But it's so important to love myself because like that's so essential. If you don't love yourself and your body, like you're you're doing a disservice to yourself, right? So that's kind of what this card is all about is just loving yourself unconditionally, no matter what you look like or, you know, and using these tools that we talked about in this episode to enhance yourself, um not negatively or anything that society has put in our mind and all these Instagram influencers or models and stuff, like you follow them and it can be like so it can be really hurtful and um so that's kind of what this is about is just like loving ourselves and just knowing like what's on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Just step back <laughs> I'm like ranting a little bit, but like just take a step back like I've seen so many people use the Instagram filters where it literally makes your lips bigger, it makes your cheekbones higher, it makes your nose thinner. Like this is causing such a body dysmorphia. Like people think that other people actually look this way, and they use filters to you know make their butt look bigger, make their waist look smaller, and that's not natural. And when you're looking at that twenty four seven, it becomes harder to love yourself in your true, authentic, natural self. Right, like these are not. It just just doesn't make sense, right? So, just take a step back and make that connection that not everything we see online is real, and we have to learn how to love ourselves. And if we're exercising it, we're using it to enhance ourselves and make ourselves better, make our connection with others better, and this earth better.
0: Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Like I almost started tearing up when you were talking, but that. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I mean, Thank it's you. society, right? Like, we just have to learn how to... Like, we are we are who we are, and we have to learn how to accept ourselves. And, like, society will always continue. Like, growing up, it was like, you have to be super skinny. Like, you have to have the thigh gap, right? That was, like, a huge thing. And now it's, like, a new era of, like, we have to have a big butt and big thighs and a small waist. Like, mm-hmm. you can no longer have a thigh gap. So, like, imagine all these people who yeah. changed all their... yeah like appearances just to 10 years later have an appearance that's no longer acceptable to society right that's not okay
0: there was I was watching some video of some girl and she was like yeah like since curves were in like I got all this work done and she's like I feel like society's shifting into more of like the no curve look again and she's like I can't take out my curves that I just got put in I was like (laughs) oh my gosh
1: (laughs) yeah I that's why it's so important like Love yourself for who you are, accept yourself for who you are, and really learn to cherish your body and Mm the vessel that you're in and learn how to make it better and in like a healthy way, right? For
0: you, like literally for you. Like if you do whatever you do, like do it for you. Like you can do whatever you want, but just make sure it's for you and not for what society is telling you you should look like. Love. I am speechless thank you for that message that you just channeled because like i felt it so i know everyone else is going to feel it and that was very impactful to hear so thank you you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) so after bianca's like beautiful message we're just going to close it out because that was incredible but Thank you guys for following along and listening all the way through this episode. And hopefully you're able to implement a thing or two and bring some positive changes into your life. And just to keep in the loop with us, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Vata Time, where we frequently post to keep you in the loop. Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye. See ya.